Okay, welcome to the first episode of Two Peeps. This is a podcast brought to you by Corvin Beckett and Jenna Martinez. Today she will not be present. Um, this is going to be the first episode with our guest, Gage. Hello. Who, who just so happens to be my cousin. Um, he'll be our first guest today. So here's how this is going to work. Um, every month or so, I will be putting out a new podcast featuring some kind of different topic. This topic could be anywhere from hairstyles to space life. It, it really doesn't matter. But today we figured we would start on something that me and my cousin are both very familiar with and very interesting in, which is... Cars. Cars. Cars of all kinds. It doesn't matter what these cars are. JDM cars, trucks uh hyper cars sports cars normal cars all we wanted to do was get to the beginning to the end we wanted to start from the beginning to the end so that's what we're going to be doing today we're going to god i already need some water so we're going to be starting from the beginning to the end so where do you think we should start this off at we should start off with cars from like people must wonder where they must manufacture or how they're made if they're not into cars, but... Okay, so then we'll, we'll start with how these cars were manufactured in the beginning, and then move on to how they're manufactured now. Yes. So, I think the best way to put this into perspective is using the Ford Motor Company and how they used to produce cars. Around the time that Ford beat Ferrari on the Le Mans track, around 1960-something, it was around 1960 60 through 1962 when Ford beat Ferrari on the Le Mans track. Ford, during the time, was making their cars on large produ- production factories. These factories would manufacture trucks and cars in the hundreds. In months, they would make cars just so fast with the snap of their fingers. It was almost insane how fast they were making these cars. And it was down through an assembly line. There would be an assembly line that would hold the... Uh, plastic outline or the metal or whatever the material was the outline of the truck and the truck would go down a conveyor belt and then there would be workers who would construct stuff and put it onto the side of the truck while this was happening in a different room the engine would be made the engine would be being made this engine i think for the ford was usually a uh, a v8 or something um it was usually a pretty decent engine but this engine would be made and when the ford the truck or the car got to the end of the assembly line the engine would be lowered inside of it and then the workers would spend about 30 minutes it would be like five or six workers about 30 minutes working on assembling the engine and putting it inside of the truck um this was how it was done back 19 uh 1940s through 2000 something This is still how it's done today. These cars are still manufactured this way. They always have been. It doesn't really change. So basically how cars are made now is with a little bit more... How do I put this? Futuristic. Yeah. So it's not necessarily people making these machines now. It's machines making these machines. I think that's the best way to put it. Human beings like working the working man is no longer putting this together. There might be some car companies that are uh, like like what companies are we thinking? Um, by what? Dude. That are putting these cars together 
by men, not machines. Um, we could possibly say Bugatti or something like that. We could say Bugatti. Uh, we could say Volkswagen. Possibly still Ford, if I'm being honest. Possibly still Ford. Ford's still pros- possibly doing this the old-fashioned way. So how we know this is... Or I shouldn't say it like that. How this works is they'll go down the assembly line and they'll be made and then they're manufactured and sent off to dealerships around the world. These machines are now making the vehicles. There are machines that are so high-tech and so smart that they are literally making machines from machines. There are robots making our everyday vehicle. Robots are making our everyday vehicle. Like, like a walking robot that carries tools and does, like, a human job or the ones who, like... They, they, like, okay, it's super weird. So there's, like, the conveyor belt, right? Oh, yeah, it's one of those? They're, like, tools and robots on the edge of the conveyor belt that just reach in and work on something and then come back out and then the next vehicle will come up and then they'll work on the next one. Our entire vehicle that we ride every day from work to school commuting vehicle that we ride is made by a machine um when you said it works on a vehicle and then goes to another it's like work one robot works on a specific task of the car yeah and yeah. then the further it goes the more it gets built yeah exactly so like yeah. one robot as it's coming down would go oh i'm looking for paint 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 that's been missing somewhere like Oh, this back fender, it needs to be, it needs to be fixed. It needs uh, paint put right here. Then it would spray some, a coat of paint right there and fix it up. Then the next robot would be like, oh, look at this. This is missing two bolts right here. I should probably put these in. Like, just small everyday things that a normal human could do. But it's doing it two times faster. So, uh, how can I say this? Like... So, they're doing it as fast as a, let's say, car would go, but a little bit slower? Yeah. You could basically put it like that. They're doing it as fast as a car could drive, but slower. Yeah. That would be the best way to... So, let me ask you a question, since you're the guest here today. Yeah. Do you trust machines making our vehicles rather than a human doing it? Yes and no. Explain. I would say yes because people can possibly do a joke and mess up a car that someone could sell and then later probably be in an accident or die from the accident. Or and no, and continuing from the yes, robots can are precise. Precise. They know what they're doing, but also no because something could get into their wireboard or whatever. And corrupted or whatever. Mess the machine up. Yeah. And then it the could mess something up on the truck. Yes. I, I can understand where you're coming from on that. If I'm being completely honest, uh, if I'm being completely honest, um, I would rather have a man do that job. I would rather have a human being do that job. Um, mainly because I feel like it's more reliable and... I think that people know that when they're doing this, it's like somebody else's lives that they're... That it's basically somebody else's life. Because when you get inside of that truck, 
or car or whatever, you become that vehicle. Like, when your hands hit that steering wheel, like, it's becoming a part of you. When you move your hands, the vehicle moves, right? Like, every movement is that vehicle. So I'm pretty sure that they know that your life is in their hands when they manufacture this vehicle. And I don't think they're going to mess around with that. I agree. I agree a lot, but some people could be working at the or whatever business it is and could be joking around and let's say they accidentally, let's say someone's joking around and messes up someone's other work on an engine part or something else. It could actually pretty hurt someone, but that's why I'm on the, which, which, am I team robot or team human? Yeah, I understand where you're coming from. So, now that we're done with the how cars are put through a production line, I think that we should move on to... I think that we should move on to vehicle types. From everyday street vehicles to hypercars. Like vehicles that you'll probably never see. Yes, exactly. Unless you're a multi Yeah, multi-million dollar cars, like... Or a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Jeff Bezos type thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, let's start with the everyday car. What would fall into this category? SUVs and stuff like a Honda Easily. Accord, Easily. Volkswagen Jetta. I see a lot lately, like, Honda... Like Honda vans, vans are made from Honda. Yeah, van vans because yeah. well because you live in the city. Yes. Those are pretty. Yes. Those are pretty normal cars for you to be living like in the city. Is, is vans everywhere? I turn, I see a van. At least three of them. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, people have families here. Yeah. And they need to have vehicles to be able to do that. So those yes. definitely fall into the everyday car category. Um, trucks fall into the everyday category. I think trucks fall into the everyday category. Oh, excuse you. Bless you. Thank you. I think trucks fall into the everyday category just because they're the they're the working vehicle yeah. of the the cars. Get this. Quick fact. The majority of people who own trucks don't actually use trucks for what they're made for. Really? What are they made for? Like, what do they do? Use trucks are usually used for hauling stuff. They're not used for everyday vehicles. They're usually used for hauling timber, lumber, uh, house appliances, small things. Oh, yeah, I, I can believe that. Hol- holding all kinds of stuff and transporting it. The majority of people who own trucks do not use their trucks for that. I can believe that as an everyday car. But, yeah, I can believe that 100%. Yeah. So, I think that trucks, Hondas... Uh, you know, simple vehicles like that fall into the everyday category. Another thing that I should probably tell you about is another vehicle that falls into the everyday category. I think Porsche falls into the everyday category. Yes, there, yes. And a lot of people might not agree with me on that one, but I think the reason why Porsche falls into the everyday category is mainly because Porsche went from being a, like, beautifully made manual streetcar that had over 500 horsepower to being everyday SUVs. Yes. 
I mean, look at the Porsche Cyan, the Porsche Boxster, the Por- the brand new 2021 Porsche 911. They don't really seem like race cars. Yeah. I think at this point, the only, like, sport muscle hyper car that they've made is the uh, Porsche GTR, whatever it is. Por- the new one, the Porsche... Um. Oh, I can't remember what it is. Yeah, you probably have the... Here, you, you probably have the Hot Wheels of it. Yeah, um, yeah, I keep Hot Wheels on multiple cars. So whenever I'm talking about a certain yes. car and I can't find it, I go around trying to look for the Hot Wheels. It's a, it's a collecting thing. Yes. Die, die cast cars and stuff. Yes. Yeah, I think the only car that Porsche made that falls into, like, that sport hypercar category, not even hypercar. No. It's not no. even hypercar. Like, it's yeah. sports car sports is the uh, GT3 RS. Uh, it's the GT3 RS. Uh, go ahead and do something. Yeah, um, sorry. Technical difficulties. Um, my cousin, the one who made this, is talking to someone. He had to speak to someone. But, um, like, Porsches cannot be full hypercars. There's not Porsche that has ever been a hypercar. They're most a luxury or supercar. All right, sorry and that's about what that. they're meant for. And hello, so, you're back. Sorry about that. Okay, uh, what was I at? Um, so, like I said, the only car that really falls in the Porsche's sport kind of sporty category? car category is the uh, the GT3 RS. Yes. Um, and if I'm being honest, I don't like it. I think it looks ugly. Just probably plain, but a few customizations on that car could make it look nice. Yeah, like, any customization on almost any car could make it look nice. You know that. Um. Um. Next thing. Next category of cars. We're gonna look at the muscle cars. This falls into cars like the Camaro. The Camaro, Mustang. The Challenger. The Mustang. Yes, all that. GTs. Like, hold on. If you live around Sacramento, you can... I am 100% sure you can see about <laughs> probably 10 Camaros, Mustangs, yeah. Challengers. Oh, yeah. yeah every- it's kind of crazy how many Challengers <laughs> yeah. I've seen today. Like, just yeah. walking to the store, I... Just walking to the store, I saw three. <laughs> just three walking to the store. It's and, almost insane how many like, I saw. And, um, that's actually... That's how populated they are because... Where we are, where I live, is where it's like an old community. It's like where it's a complex, an old complex for old people in their senior year. And um, keep in mind, I don't live in this disgusting place. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, is... I just I just don't like Sacramento. Okay, I'm sorry that's, that I don't live in the mountains. That's like... why I live in the mountains because it's better. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh. These cars usually, for muscle cars, these cars usually are like uh, challengers, which fall into the category of around uh, 300 to 500 horsepower. These cars are heavy built. That's why they're called muscle. Um, They aren't built to last. That's something that I've noticed all the time of seeing these cars and being in a Challenger and a Camaro and all these cars. It's something that I've really noticed is... They're not built to last. 
I can, I can highly agree on that. They're they're very tough, and they're very very nice looking. Like the Camaro, you put a wide body on it, maybe uh uh push the axles out a little bit, give it a fresh paint job. It can look really nice, but I'm not gonna own one of those because I know that they'll last me like a year. I just don't really like it. Porsche falls into both of these categories. Not only the everyday, but it also falls into the muscle category. Because Porsche's cars usually have 300 to 500 horsepower. Next, we're moving on to the juicy stuff. Okay? This is the category that we really like. From what type of juicy? From... Sorry to all your Lamborghini lovers, but... The lame Lamborghini or the high rolling thing. What's that? Um, hypercar from one of the Fast and Furious movies. McLaren. No, it's like it's half McLaren, half something else. Crap. Um, should go. Maybe it'll come to your head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this next category is probably everybody's favorite category. This is what everybody loves the most. These are the uh, sport cars. These are cars like the uh, like um, Lamborghini or Ferrari. No, I can't um, really name any of the others. But this is like Lamborghini. These cars will usually have five hundred to seven hundred to eight hundred horsepower. Um. These cars are usually everybody's go-to car when they want something. Every kid wants a Lamborghini. Yeah. Every kid wants a Lamborghini. You ask any kid what kind of car they want when they grow up, and they say, I want a Lamborghini. I want want a Ferrari. We'll get to Ferraris later. But every kid wants something like that one day. Yeah, when I was five, I... Whenever I was talking at, like, cars with my friends, they're like, what's your dream car? And I was like, I would probably think... Like, this was back in 2015. Like, not a lot of good Lamborghinis were out. I was probably going to say, like, the Lamborghini Huracan or something. Like Diablo. Diablo, Huracan. Yeah. Cars like that. Yeah. So, before we go any further into Lamborghini, I would like to point out that me and our guest today, Gage, both yes. alike, do not like Lamborghini. We are not... He is not as... He's not as angry with it as i am he doesn't mind it as much i do not like lamborghini uh i can't really explain it i will maybe in another episode with jenna one day but not today um so these sport cars will usually fall into the categories of 500 to 700 to 800 horsepower let's move on to the next category this is the crazy cars okay these are the cars that everybody loves but nobody can afford. Supercars. Yes. I can name one right off the bat. Only f- millionaires could buy these. It's gonna... It might be... Like... How am I gonna say this? Um. It might... Crap. Crap. Dumb. I refer, I'm thinking of a Ferrari, but I'm forgetting which one. FXSK? Yeah, the FXSK. Yeah, that one is 
It's it's sporty, and I'll explain why it's not into the hypercar category. So supercars, in this category, we're looking at cars like McLaren, Ferrari, and um, some Lamborghinis. These are cars that nobody can afford, but everybody wants. Um... These cars will usually range from 800 horsepower to 1,100 horsepower. That is a shit ton of horsepower. Like, that's a lot. Yes. For a car, I don't think people understand how fast that is until you're actually sitting there inside of it or watching it drive. Every time a car hits over 230 miles an hour, it's just, it's a thrill. It's insane to see such a such a modern piece of art be able to do something starting from horses and carriages to now the newest types of cars yeah just going insanely fast it's crazy wasn't there like a bugatti that was made that went like was the fastest car in the world first it, it was and we'll get to that here in a second um it, it wasn't the show i'm thinking of a different one um lavinia Lavignon or something. Oh, it's hard to pronounce. It's some... Lavignon or something? Yeah, it's something it's dumb. Like, it's French. Yeah, it's it's French for the uh, the black car or something. Um, wait. Just look up Lavignon or try to spell Vignier. And, it'll, like, Bugatti, La, and then Vignier. Lavignon. You can try. It's hard, but you'll see what I'm looking at. Yeah. So, um... These cars are like McLaren. McLaren has always been a beautiful car company. I like McLaren a lot, specifically the 720S. It's a really nice car. It's very beautiful. It's very well designed. Um, another car that falls into this category is Ferrari. Everybody likes Ferrari. Yes. Nobody doesn't like Ferrari. Ferrari's cool. Everybody yeah. likes Ferrari. Uh, Ferrari... Uh, 458 Spider, Ferrari 458 Italia, Ferrari 458, the Ferrari Enzo, Enzo the Enzo Ferrari, the Ferrari La Ferrari. Oh, beautiful cars. Everybody yes. likes these cars. The FXXK, which is Ferrari's race car, yes. falls specifically into this category and not the hypercar category due to the fact that it is slow. It is not as fast. It has the speed of a Porsche. Dang. Yeah. Would you like to know why? Yes, I would love to know why. Back when Ford tries to race Ferrari, Enzo Ferrari made a quote that would forever stay in the books. And that quote was, Aerodynamics are for people who do not know how to build engines. People took notice to this. They did not care. Car companies like McLaren, Bugatti, they didn't take notice of this. They don't care. Enzo Ferrari stuck to it. His cars make beautiful engines. Ferrari engines are amazing. Everything about them is amazing. They're great. They can go over 1,200 horsepower. But that engine is nothing without aerodynamics. A car can move 300 miles an hour. But if the car doesn't have the right wind, and it can't move the right way through the wind, and the wind is pushing on it a certain way, it won't move as fast. FXXK does not 
have the aerodynamics. That is why it goes the speed of a Porsche when it should be going the speed of a Ferrari. Yes. All in all, though, they're beautiful cars. I like yes. them a lot. Moving on to the category that everybody wants, literally nobody can afford, and these are cars for people like... Billionaires. Billionaires. Millionaires. Like, I'm talking Tom Cruise. Tom Brady, the best football player in the world. Jeff Bezos. Uh, old people who have saved up money since 1902. Those like, kinds of people. Like... Crap. Um, is, I forgot the guy who made Tesla, but is he like... Elon Musk can afford one of these. Yes. Even cars for people like Elon Musk. I can Steve only Jobs. come up with one car right now. Steve Jobs is dead. Oh, damn. I think. I think he's dead. I might be dumb. <laughs> yeah, um... So, I can only think of one car off my top of my head. You know this car. I know this car. It is my favorite car manufacturer in the entire world. Bugatti. Hold on. Before you say any more. Whoever doesn't like Bugatti... You've got problems, man. Yes. You've got some serious problems yep. if you prefer but, Ferrari over Bugatti. But, um, I think one of the faster Bugattis, it's like, it's a new Bugatti that came out. It's like, it looks not even real. It's like, how are you going to get in this car? Yeah. It's Bondor. I think. Bondi. It's weird. Don't even try to pronounce it. Yeah. It's, It'll embarrass It's you. another French. <laughs> um. Bondi. These... Bugatti is the peak standard of beauty. These cars have been nothing but amazing. They're cars like... Um, get this. Bugatti is the first car in the entire world to hit 300 miles an hour. Really? The first car in the entire world to hit 300 miles an hour. Because Bugatti made the W16 engine, which is basically two V8s merged together. And the V8s into one. are fast. Yeah, V8 is fast. It's two V8 engines. Get It's two V8 engines sharing a single camshaft turned into... Not a camshaft. It's They're sharing something else. It's not a camshaft. They're sharing something together that's making it that fast. So fast. This car is so fast that it needs a key to turn on the ability to go 300 miles an hour. What? Yeah. So, when you're driving a car, if you were to start the car up and go onto the track and floor it and just go straight, it would only go 269 miles an hour. Uh, That's it. The key number... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm not talking about the two, I'm talking about the other number. You have to turn on a separate piece with a key to be able to go 300 miles an hour. The car will not let you go 300 miles an hour unless you are sure you want to do it. You also cannot do it without having a helmet on. Why? It's illegal. Damn. Wait, even for the company? Yeah, it looks bad on the company, too. Crazy, huh? Yeah. 
Bugatti no longer holds the title of the fastest car in the world. That car company is by SEC. SEC currently holds the fastest car in the world. You might but it will not for long because Bugatti's coming back with their new car that's going to be going 300 and... Three hundred and thirty-two miles an hour. And that was the one that I cannot pronounce. Yeah. And um, if you do not know what the highest car, the fastest car in the world is, Corbin can tell you because he only told me a little bit for me information, like probably what four or five months ago. Yeah. Like I haven't been researching on it. It. I'm going to be honest, it looks horrible. Honestly, it looks very ugly. I don't like it. But you got to respect the car that can go 320-something miles an hour. Yes. 1,700 horsepower? Are you kidding me? That shatters Bugatti. Yes. Bugatti goes uh, 1,500 horsepower. 1,700? That's 200 extra. Yes. That's an insane amount. Probably in what, a hundred years we're probably gonna be hitting miles per hour over the two thousands. Dude, we're gonna be. There's gonna be some record shattering, shattering shit. In the in a hundred years. In a hundred years, dude, there's gonna be flying cars. No, there's not. <laughs> not not a hundred years. I'd say. Five hundred. Five hundred, around there. It, it won't be in our generation, surely. We won't get over 400 miles an hour in our generation. There's no way. Um, Only if we had turbo jets. Yeah, pretty much. So, that kicks off that. I think that we'll end it on one topic, one last topic. Our favorite car brands and our favorite cars. I'll start. As you guys already know, like I said, my favorite car manufacturer is Bugatti. I've never loved a car more than Bugatti. It is beautiful in every way. My favorite car in the world just so happens to also be Bugatti. It's the Bugatti Chiron. Very beautiful car, very beautiful name. This is, like I said, the first car to go 300 miles an hour. This is a car of peak modern beauty. So amazing. Um... One of my favorite cars is the Ferrari 458 Italia. Very beautiful car. Can't go over 300, 230 miles an hour. But still, very nice car. Um, specifically having a cream color to the outside. Very nice. Um, Ferrari falls somewhere in my list. It's not over McLaren. I like McLaren more than Ferrari, actually. Um, it falls into like... 10th, 9th place. McLaren falls about 5th, 6th. And I think the other car brand that I really like. I really like Chevy. Chevy's a good... Chevy and GMC. Chevy and GMC are really good truck brands, but not only that, Chevy makes some nice-ass cars. Really? Yeah. I've only seen their trucks. Oh, God, no. They make the... um, They make the Camaro. Chevy makes the Camaro, obviously. And they make um they make another one that's pretty nice too. Uh, I like Corvette a lot too. Yes, Corvette. Corvette Stingray. Stingray. Yeah. 
They're pretty nice. I like those ones a lot. Um, that's all I got. Yeah, I guess. I'm done here. Um, my favorite car brand is probably... I'm sorry, but Bugatti's my second favorite car brand. But, but listen, listen, listen. My favorite car brand is probably Lincoln. Lincoln Hypersports. Like, Lincoln Cars. Really? Yes, they're nice-looking cars. But here's the thing. My personal favorite, like, a car that I wish I had to go, what I wanted, what I want, um, it's just, look, it's just for looks. I don't care how fast it goes. I just like it for looks. You know, I'd be like, oh, they probably the Bugatti Chiron. Um, sadly, that comes in second with the car I want from Bugatti. You might hate me for this, <laughs> but it is the Devo. The Devo is just a nice car. It might run smoothly, you know? It's just a car that I'm just going to cruise in, you know? It's not a cruising car, though. But here's That's the, the thing. I'm the not, not going to go is, fast. The Devo is strictly a race car. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm just going to drive it. I might, once in a while, I might go fast but just it is it's just to drive around and test this like what speed do i like on the car when i drive it it's just the drive it's sad sorry i'm it's sad i'm sorry okay that disappoints me out of all the years that we've talked about cars and bugatti comes in second that's all right uh i think the but here's the thing a bugatti is my favorite car i just said the bugatti is my favorite it's not your favorite manufacturer though but here's the thing. I like Lincoln. If you look at Lincoln Hypersports, you will like how they look. Not as good as Bugatti, in your opinion, but Lincoln Hypersports look nice. And, um, yeah. I really like... It's Actually, instead of Bugatti being in second place, I think that they might tie. Bugatti's faster, but Lincoln also looks nice, like... I don't know. With Bugatti, it's not really about the looks anymore. It's about the speed. Yeah. They're kind of in the speed competition again. I think we'll end on one last thing. What's that? Tesla is the worst car manufacturer in the entire oh, world. Oh, holy yes. Oh, holy Jesus, yes. <laughs> I hate Tesla. I absolutely hate Tesla. If you tell me, if you ask me, what is your least most favorite car brand, I will say Tesla, Tesla. 100% without a doubt. And we will get on to that in another episode. Um, Not before today. we end, before we end, you might see something on the internet that'd be like, this is why you should hate Tesla. Not Elon Musk is a good guy, but this is why you should hate Tesla. <laughs> like a whole web page about, like a website with a hundred categories. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'd love to see that. <clears throat> I was talking about us, us making it. <laughs> Yes, we're making that. That'd be yes. good. Sorry, Elon Musk, if you're watching this, but... No, I'm not sorry. You can go F yourself. You can go fuck yourself. I am sorry. Okay, so that has been the first episode of Two Peeps with my guest, Gage, also known as yes. my cousin. We might be yes. making another episode tomorrow on something else. I don't know. Um, oh. Thanks for tuning in, and I wish you all have a wonderful, wonderful <laughs> night. See you guys later. Bye.